This is a Shock Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Art of Beauty. How is everyone doing? It's the last episode before the end of the year, so we've got one more coming out, but it will be in the new year, which is insane. Last episode, I was talking about New Year's resolutions and end of the year burnout, and I think my attitude about it has changed slightly. I've not been the biggest believer in New Year's resolutions, but it's a personal problem because I can just hardly keep to them. I don't really look at them as life goals per se, but more as improvements that I want to make to my day-to-day life. So, for example, one resolution that I've got is to read 52 books. So that's one book a week. Do the math. And I feel like book talk has had me in a chokehold for about six months now. Someone suggested I buy a Kindle last year, and I didn't really have the mental capacity to read in the first six months of this year. But since July, I've just been devouring books like no other. I was such an avid reader back when I was in school, but I stopped reading for pleasure when I started taking up English literature classes, which kind of warped my perception of what reading should be in general. So yeah, I want to read 52 books next year, and I'll be doing a reading challenge with these cool prompts to help broaden my reading horizons. I have really bad big book and classic book fear, but I'm hoping to tackle that with this challenge too. Because frankly, it's a cool flex to say something like, "Yeah, I read Les Mis," or "I read Crime and Punishment." No, I don't know. Maybe that's just me. But anyway, onto today's topic. We're going to be talking about my favorite mascaras. Very exciting stuff. For me, if I had to choose one makeup product to stick with for the rest of my life, it would be mascara. I have long lashes, if I do say so myself, but they're really straight and they're not that dark. So mascara does wonders for me, and they really help pull my eyeshadow look together. So I kind of feel a bit weird and bare without them. Like I, I don't feel like the look is complete without mascara. So I used to get—I mean, a little bit of backstory about my lash journey. I used to get lash extensions, which I do not. Under any circumstances, recommend, and also lash perms, which I would recommend instead. But nowadays, we are very all natural around here. Generally speaking, my hair growth is pretty good, so the lash extensions not only hurt my soul and my self-esteem because I felt like I looked so bald without them, but they actually damaged my eyelashes so much because it was weighing super heavily on them. Granted, I was the one making the decision to do back to back, so that was stupid on my part. But I fell out of love with them because they just get ratchet and just grow out really quickly. Quick story:、uh, I went to this lash bar once. I won't tell you where because it was so bad, and I paid a bomb for it. And they did my lashes in like an hour or whatever, which is very quick, okay, for eyelash extension application standards. And they hurt. So much to the point that if I had like accidentally touched my eyelashes, they'd actually hurt. I don't know how they were applied and what was actually wrong with them, but it was just such a bad experience. And unfortunately, it wasn't my only bad experience with lash extensions in general. So I wouldn't recommend that. But I think lash perms are very cute if you still want that effect of like looking awake and all that. I haven't done a lash perm in ages, but I was planning on doing one, but. 
It just means that I can't wear waterproof mascara, which sucks. So recently, I've just been sticking to mascaras because I've got a whole routine going and it works really well for me. So there we go. Anyway, on to my first recommendation for mascaras. So my number one, my top pick is definitely the Lancome Hypnose Doll Eyes Waterproof Mascara. So I cycle through a lot of mascaras. I'm not sure why, but this is the one I'm using the most at the moment and I genuinely love it. I can't remember who recommended it to me, but I was just so impressed by it. Lancome has a lot of different variations of their mascaras depending on what you're looking for, but the one that I like the most is this one. The hole that it has on your lashes is ridiculous and I feel like it doesn't weigh your lashes down because mascaras can do that if they're like a bit too heavy. The doll eye effect is certified accurate for sure. I feel like you can get that effect if you want because it can come off very dramatic. I've had people ask me if I've got eyelash extensions on when I use this mascara and like I can totally see why. It's, it's lengthening and lifting despite how many coats you choose to put on it. I mean, I usually put one and I still get those compliments anyway. So yeah, I would highly recommend this one. Straight 10 out of 10 for me. Another 10 out of 10, so my second pick, would honestly be the L'Oreal Lash Paradise one. Honestly, like, I love all the mascaras on this list, but if you want one that is like, whoa, this is the one for you. My friend introduced this one to me, like, a few years ago, and before this one, I had tried the L'Oreal Telescopic Mascara, which I'm going to talk about after this, but I wasn't in the market for another mascara like the telescopic one. So when I tried this one, I remember I did one eye first, the way I would normally do it, and the comparison between that and my mascara-less eye was astounding. If you want something that's like hella volumizing, then this one is definitely for you. Although this wasn't my first drugstore mascara by any means, this was probably the most high-impact one I had tried. It holds your eyelash curl so well, but with that being said, it's not the easiest to take off. So although it's very smudge-proof, I'll say that you need to work at it a bit more than usual and please, for the love of God, use an oil cleanser and not just a makeup remover, wipe thingy, whatever. With these waterproof mascaras, you want to be taking them off properly with an oil cleanser. Otherwise, it's not going to come off thoroughly enough. So yeah, I've tried using the makeup remover wipe to get this one off and it doesn't work. Anyway, on to my third one. For all my subtle ladies and gents, this is the one for you. The L'Oreal Telescopic Mascara. So this was the first mascara I tried from L'Oreal back when I was less about volume and more about length and length and length. I feel like the TikTok boys and girls have only just caught up to this one because it's been around for a hot minute, but okay, great. You've arrived. Thank you for coming. Better late than never. When I say this is subtle, I don't mean that it's low impact. Right. It's just different from the kind of mascaras I wear these days, which are more about volumizing. This mascara has a really, really, really thin wand in comparison to the Lash Paradise one, which makes it really easy to separate your lashes, which is very important when you're making your lashes long, right? It, it helps avoid your lashes looking spidery and instead it just helps give your lashes definition, but not in a volumizing kind of way. Does that make sense? But yeah, anyway, so that's my third pick. My fourth pick is the MAC In Extreme Dimension 3D Black Lash Mascara. Aww, this is so cute because this was my first ever mascara. I've gone through bottles and bottles of this one because it was so good at the time. Of course, I've moved on to other products, but I won't forget about this one. Okay, it's not the best at holding curls, but it is 
really, really black. And I think it's important to make that distinction because there are some mascaras that say they're black but aren't properly like carbon black. Does that make sense? It's buildable without making your lashes crunchy, but I'd say that it does dry out pretty quickly if you happen to forget to screw the cap back on well. And also a quick side note, this is not a waterproof mascara, which is another reason why I don't wear it as much anymore. It's not that I don't it's not that I don't like mascara like this, it's just that I need my mascaras to be more long wearing and it's so humid here so the chances of it running everywhere is pretty high. I feel like it needs to be allowed to dry down a bit and because the formula itself is on the wet side, it's yeah, it's just not waterproof. So so we've moved on since then. But anyway, onto my fifth choice. Okay. Hello Maybelline, we have arrived. This is another non-waterproof mascara, but again, we were talking about dry down in the previous one. This dries down quicker than the MAC one does. It's not clumpy and the mascara one hugs my lashes really nicely and it helps get into the corners of your lashes, which I personally sometimes have issues with when it comes to using a mascara with like a straighter wand. So this mascara really does act like a waterproof one and it's also lengthening. So that like just really impressed me because it's not a waterproof mascara. They do have a waterproof version of this one, I don't know why, <laughs> but I haven't tried that one out yet and I know it has a slightly different wand. Oh, and also like, did I mention that they have four different tones of black? So yeah, we love that selection. Now, onto the more superior one of the two Maybelline mascaras I have for you today. The Maybelline Sky High Mascara, again. It's not a new mascara, but when the Sky High mascara went viral on TikTok, the before and afters that I saw were amazing. Again, it comes in four different shades, which is incredible. And the wand was slim, but slightly tapered, which I really, really enjoy. I will say though that it isn't the most buildable kind of mascara and has the potential to get flaky, but if you want a drugstore version or rather a drugstore dupe of the MAC mascara one that I was talking about earlier, then this is a pretty good alternative. Okay, are we halfway? Yeah, we're more than halfway, aren't we? Great, okay, cool. Um, hmm. Okay, let's go luxury here because I think this is worth mentioning. The Charlotte Tilbury Full Fat Lashes. Right. I could have chosen the other ones that she has. I really could have. But when I first tried out the legendary lash one, it leaked onto my under eyes like no other. And ever since then, I abandoned that one and tried the full fat lashes one instead, which is her OG mascara. It's a beautiful mascara, for sure. I get really great separation with it, and it's a buildable formula as well. And it's great for fluttery lashes, for sure. Again, I've been saying this in all my previous episodes, Charlotte Tilbury makeup is pretty makeup, and I think the mascara reflects that whole, like, brand ethos as well. Like the Legendary Lash one, yes, it, like, it does smudge a bit, so like I wouldn't necessarily recommend it for the daytime and if anything if you're going out at night and you're doing like a smoky look then it should be all right I don't know why I'm giving this one a hall pass all of a sudden but I just like how it looks on my lashes so allow it okay now on to my eighth one and my last luxury one for you don't worry most of the options here are drugstore because like we we like to keep it drugstore when it comes to mascara same with Charlotte Tilbury. Pat McGrath does have a few other mascaras, but I still love her OG one, which is the Fetish Eyes Mascara. I didn't like her Dark Store one. In fact, I think I was really, really underwhelmed when I did get it. I feel like there was so much hype when it came to it. But then when I purchased it, I was like, I don't know, like I think it's too wet and it deposits way too much product and it's almost like slightly goopy. 
and I don't know if it's the wand that's making it like that because it's got quite a thick wand if I if I remember correctly so yeah this sounds gross I know but like I personally didn't gel too well with that one but I did like the fetish eyes mascara instead I know mascara is not something to be splurging on, believe me. All my other options so far have been drugstore, but Pat McGrath mascaras are meant to give you that dark, dramatic eyelash. It's drier than the Dark Star one, thank god, and I feel like you don't need to build it up so much to get the results that you want. The formula, again, is really lightweight and soft, even though it's able to pack a punch. So the fact that it can do both, it's like, well, that's brilliant. Like, that's what we want. So yeah, that's why I really like it. Again, with this one and the Charlotte Tilbury one, you don't need to be splurging on mascaras. Again, I have given you so many different options from drugstores, which are equally as amazing. But if you're looking to treat yourself and yeah, if you're looking to treat yourself, then go for those two. I would highly recommend it. Okay, Benefit, let's go! So, for my ninth pick, we're going to be talking about the Benefit Their Real Mascara. I don't know, I feel like <laughs> I feel like I don't give Benefit as much love as it deserves, but I think it's because I haven't picked up their products in ages, just in general. I do, however, remember using this mascara and I really, really enjoyed it. I will say though that the wand isn't great if you have shorter lashes. It's on the bigger side for sure, but I do love how like pointy the wand gets. The wand has like these tiny little like teeth on its body and the tip that just like combs through my lashes really well. Because of that, it gives an even coat of product on each individual lash. So yeah, that's why I really, really enjoy it. And on to my last pick, it's gonna be the Benefit Bad Gal Bang Waterproof Mascara. So this is a newer discovery for me and I'm not really sure how I missed out on it, but I did. So this mascara is all about volume. If you're looking for lengthening, then you have all the other options that I've listed out before. There are tons that are lengthening as well. I love how lightweight this feels and even if you build up on it, it doesn't feel like it has built up. Does that make sense? Apparently it's because there are these like aero particles in there to make things lightweight. Don't ask me about the science about it. I may not understand how it works, but I know it does work because I can see the results. So at the end of the day, there are some people who don't know the difference between one mascara and another, but I feel like because I'm such a mascara girl, like it, it really does make or break my look, or at least that's what I personally think. So I can tell the difference between one mascara from another and how it affects my eyelashes and like how dark it makes it look, how long it makes it look, how um, thick it makes my lash line look. And to me personally, because I do such dark eyeshadow looks it does make a huge difference because if you do a dark eyeshadow look and you don't have your mascara on point because I don't wear I don't use false eyelashes I used to but I don't anymore so because of that the mascara makes all the difference so yeah Anyway, um, this is crazy. I think this is the last episode before the new year. So I do want to say Happy New Year to everyone. I hope you guys celebrate safely and that you have a great time celebrating it as well. It's been one hell of a year. Um, not sure what that year has looked like for all of you out there, but wishing you guys a better year ahead if it hasn't been so great this year. And if it's been a great year, then I hope you carry the great vibes that you've created this year onto the next year and beyond. So yeah, anyway, take care everyone and I will see you in 2023. Bye now!